Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name's Jim Burns. I'm your host for the show I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college professor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be continuing our series on Character is Everything, and we're going to be taking a close look at the character quality of truthfulness. You know, for some reason, and I don't have an answer to it, people in society believe that there's nothing wrong with lying or bending the truth or embellishing information. People can usually find a way to justify their actions by saying, oh, that was just a little white lie and really believe that there's nothing wrong with it. Now, what is truthfulness? Truthfulness is earning future trust by accurately reporting past facts. People who are truthful can earn trust and are viewed by others as being honest. And, you know, a person's reputation is based upon their ability to tell the truth and a person's life can be ruined if they're viewed by if they're viewed as a liar now there's a few kinds of liars that we really would like to take a look at number 1 you have a situational reactive liar which means, based upon the situation and their fear of the reaction, they'll make a determination if they need to lie or not. Usually kids are this way. 
And this is where it usually gets started. Then you have the con artist. The con artist could sell ice to an Eskimo. And then you have the withholder, which as a high school administrator, I dealt with for years. Because the kid would come down to the office and you'd ask him what happened and he'd give you about 90% of the story and, and the rest of it he left out. That was the part that incriminated him. Now, kids become liars because when they're confronted by an adult about their behavior, you know, and they have reactive parents or they're in a reactive environment, they fear the reaction of the other person or a, a significant other or a teacher and they don't they have a tendency to poke around in the dark to try and determine to try and determine what the other person wants to hear so they they ask that they tell their parent a story that they believe the parent will accept and they won't react to it reactions in a home Situationally reactive homes are, are places where kids become liars. And they will lie when it's just as easy to tell the truth. Because they're not sure. They're not sure what the parent or the teacher or any significant other wants to hear. And kids who can really get this down pat, when they get to school, they know how to withhold information all too well. Because they're not gonna get themselves in trouble. And that's just the way it is. You react to a kid, they're going to lie. If they fear the reaction, they'll keep lying and they'll lie when it's just as easy to tell the truth. Now, what does all of this do? What does it produce for us as a society? Lying produces future pain for the person who's not truthful and a greater reaction on the part of the ones who have been lied to. So I could, I could be telling my wife, yes, everything's fine, don't worry about it. The water bill's paid, I've got everything covered, you know, and so on. And she goes over to the faucet and she turns the water on and nothing comes out because the water's been shut off. Now, I was afraid of her reaction to not paying the bill, so I lied to her. Now I've got the pain of her reacting to me because of the fact that she doesn't have water or no one has water in the house. And it becomes more and more difficult okay, for people to believe 
those people who have lied, even if it's your spouse, once you're caught in a lie, you're labeled a liar. I can't trust you. You'll always be followed up on. You'll always be nagged. In the house, you'll be nagged by your parents. You'll be nagged by your spouse because you can't be trusted. And, you know, ask yourself this question. How many truths will a person have to tell after he or she's been labeled a liar in order to lose that label? How many truths do you have to tell? Well, the answer is obvious. A person will never again be viewed as an honest or trustworthy person. By the way, a trustworthy person is one who deserves to be trusted because they're worthy of it. And if you have been labeled as a liar, you are not going to be labeled as trustworthy. Honest people, by the way, lying, don't ever miss this. Lying produces future pain. Lying will produce future pain. You're better off with the truth up front because you're going to be found out. And I'm going to share one other thing at the end of this, which I'm going to, and I'm going to tie this together on how we unwittingly lie to our students as teachers. Honest people understand that sometimes they'll face a reaction when they tell the truth, and they have the strength to face that reaction. They're willing to pay the price for their behavior by admitting to any wrongdoing. They develop the reputation for being honest and trustworthy because they have the wisdom to understand that having a good name as a truthful person is more important than any temporary, te uh, temporary gain or, get, or, or a way of getting out of a sticky situation. You know, you, sometimes we can be in a situation and, you know, we temporarily get out of it. But in reality, it's not permanent. We're going to be found out. And really, the reputation of being an honest person is something you can't put a price tag on. Being a truthful person is not something that you could put a price tag on. Now, how do we unwittingly do this to our, with, with our students? Number one, and I've covered this all over the place, we inflate grades because we don't want kids or parents to react when we give them a poor grade. How did I do on that test, Mr. Burns? Well, you know, we'll take a look at it. We'll see. Maybe you could redo it. Well, you failed is the answer. And if we don't tell them that they failed when they're younger, somebody's going to tell them that they failed when they're older. We have to be honest with kids about their grades and about their academic ability. To put them in a position where they believe that they're smarter than what they are 
is almost sinful by making them believe, oh, you're doing great, everything's fine. When it's not, it's like the it's like the husband telling the wife that, don't worry, I paid the bill and the water shut off. Oh, you're doing great, everything's going fine. Then he's in the seventh grade and they tell him he's failing and he's way behind. We have to be truthful with kids academically and behaviorally. And we have to draw boundaries with kids to make them aware that their behavior is out of control and we're not going to accept it. Remember, lying produces future pain. Somebody's not going to accept certain behaviors and somebody's going to tell them that they're not quite as awesome and quite as smart as someone once told them. That's the key because then the pain will come and they're going to realize that they just are not quite the person that everyone has told them that they are. We have to be truthful with kids, their abilities, and their behavior, no question. If we give them an inflated view of their academic ability, down the road they're going to have a problem. And I think that we need to really take a look at that. because, And we also have to try and understand what motivates us to inflate the grades? Is it the principal? Is it the state? What does it? I don't know. I have no idea. Is it the parents? That's where I think a lot of it lies. We fear the reaction of the parents. The kid is looking for, the parent is looking for a kid to get a a hundred and they get a 90 and we want the grade to be improved or the kid absolutely fails and we because of our fear or maybe sometimes our benevolence we pass the kid you know today it's almost impossible to be left back so if they can't be left back but they're still having difficulty in certain subject areas when they get pushed forward guess what they're not going to be able to perform and you all know as teachers that learning is layered so if you got a bad foundation you're i mean you're basically standing on quicksand when you get into the eighth grade if you've been told that you're awesome in grades two three four five and so on don't lie to kids. Be truthful with them. Tell them, look, we got more work to do here. You know, I thought you were doing pretty good, but you're not doing as well as you should. Let's take another look at stuff and let's get this work done. Because I don't know that if you understand it or not, but you're having a problem academically, plus your behavior is a little bit out of control, and it's going to affect you down the road, and you talk to kids about it and make them understand that they need to put in more time and effort if, in fact, they want to be successful academically. That's being truthful with kids. And we have to be truthful with kids, with parents, have to be truthful with our spouse, and truthful with people who need to know certain information that might, be, that might cause them to react. We have to lose that fear of the reaction, and we have to be able to move forward Okay, and earn and become trustworthy because of our past 
truthfulness. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Please go to my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. It's in this episode description. You can find courses there. You'll find products there, and you'll find free stuff there. Go there. You'll enjoy it. Look around, and you'll discover some things that I'm sure will help you with bullying, behavior, academics. This podcast will be posted there. As soon as I, uh, as soon as I post this podcast, it'll be on the website as well. Tell your friends about it. Tell your friends about this podcast. They'll be glad that they listened. Trust me. Once again, my name is Jim Burns, and thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.